Good evening, and welcome to episode 18 of the Thundering Herds Sports Podcast. Tonight, we are going to talk about the all of a sudden raging red hot Texas Rangers with the youth movement. I don't know if this is going to mean anything for next year. This last week's NFL games, tonight we've got one left Baltimore against Las Vegas, but after we touch on recap of the NFL game, especially the Cowboy game, maybe we'll hit a little bit on the TCU game, and then I want to talk about two quarterbacks that I think in the NFL who have reached the end. So, let's start with the Rangers. What the heck is going on with the Rangers? Is it everybody else has given up because they haven't made the playoffs, the people are playing, or are some of the young players actually producing and we found some things? I don't know. I'd have to say it's a little bit of both. Um, oh, way to be indecisive. <laughs> Adolis Garcia is actually not playing too great. To be totally honest, he's only hitting like two forty-five now. Has he played this many games ever in his career? No. I think, this, um, I think he's tired. I don't think he's gonna win the rookie of the year, sadly. No. Because uh, Randy Rosarena is tearing things up on the best team in the American League, so they're not gonna give it to him. But they're not gonna give it to. Adolis. Um, I just have to say that the young pitching that they brought up, that one guy broke a record for the most innings, only allowing one or less runs for anybody in MLB history. That's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think they are playing better, um, but I also think that there's teams that aren't going to make the playoffs and aren't really trying at this point anymore, so that's probably why they may have found so a closer. Wins. Is that kid's name Bailey or something like that? I don't know. He's he's saved six games since they turned it over to him as the closer. If I'm being honest, I haven't really paid attention to Texas Rangers baseball in a long time. They've won time. six of the last seven. Nice. And they won in Oakland and won three out of four. Wow. So tonight they're playing the Houston Astros at home. They only that's have two, two home stands left. Well, that's it. That's a you know serious what? loss. <laughs> the way that they're playing, they, they beat Oakland. They shouldn't have beat Oakland, but they beat Oakland. The Astros are... Top five team in the yeah, league. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe these kids don't know they're not supposed to win. Maybe, maybe the kids that are playing are actually motivated. I, I, I'm seeing some positives. The one positive for me is I don't want to see them lose 100 games. Yeah. You can turn the fan on if you're hot. So you can go ahead and do that. So anyway. So moving on to the NFL. Thursday. Cowboys played Tampa. I was pretty excited about... It came down to basically the last drive. You can't leave Tom Brady more than a minute and 20 seconds. No, you can't. And, and, and especially when you've left seven points on the table with two missed field goals and an extra point. <clears throat> if that was a four-point game and Brady had to score a touchdown, I think they might have had a chance to win that game. But all he had to do was get down inside the 30-yard line with 20 seconds left, and he milked the clock by throwing passes out of bounds on purpose. It was brilliant. That was, oh my God, that's just, that's terrible. But it was brilliant. He took time off the clock, and when we got the ball back, we had two seconds left. Now, the uh, the, the play after afterwards, there looked like a chance that we could have broken that. I mean, it was it was pretty incredible how they got all the way down on that pass play on the final play of the game to the 12-yard line. They really made it all the way down the field. 
But, you know, lateraling back and forth. They, or was I thinking about am I thinking No, about, absolutely oh, not. Oh, I'm thinking about the Cleveland game. He didn't game. even get a first down. All right, never mind. To heck with that. So, NFL yesterday. Best division in football, you think, is the NFC West? NFC West? Yes. They all won, and they all killed people. I'd say the NFC West is really good. I'd also say that uh, the the AFC is it AFC East the teams that are that the Chiefs. No, no, no. What, what is that North? Uh, it might be the North. Well, yeah. no, 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 no. The Chiefs are in the West with San Diego. Oh yes, that's confusing because. Well, it's not even San Diego anymore. It's Los Angeles. It's confusing because the Kansas City Chiefs and the Titans. Denver. The Denver. Is it the Titans that are in there too? No, they're in the South. The South. Okay. I don't really know very much about the AFC divisions. So it's, oh, it's the Raiders, the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Broncos. That's a really good division too. The Raiders are going to get mud hole stomped tonight when they play the Ravens. They're going to get destroyed. Mud hole stump? Yes, yeah. Somebody's going to stump a That's mud hole in them. That's not a saying. No, <laughs> it, is a, it is a saying. The Chiefs and the Charge, the Chargers are going to be good, I think, and the oh, Broncos think, played very well. You think the Chargers are going to beat the Cowboys? No. Okay, well then it's how good be, are it's they? It's going to be close, though, because their offense is really good. Okay, well, all right. Uh, Who else? The a, the NFC South is probably going to be pretty good, except for the Falcons suck. Uh, the the Saints, maybe it's the Packers just really sucked. Aaron Rodgers had three fantasy points. Aaron Rodgers has one game every single He's year. He's done. Well, we're going to get to that, he but does. I want to talk about what happened in the NFC West. Matthew Stafford. Every, anybody that said Matthew Stafford was going to be bad is out of their mind. That man is very good at football. I didn't know he could throw a ball that far. Holy crap. He threw one touchdown pass. The wide receiver fell down. The defensive backs for the Bears thought, I guess they were playing college football because nobody touched the guy. And he gets up and runs into the end zone. Matthew Stafford threw the ball from the 15. He backed up. They had the first, first down on the 25. He dropped back to almost the 15-yard line and threw the ball in the air to the other 10. I'm just like, what? Who throws yeah. the ball that far? He threw it so far, the wide receiver stumbled and fell down. Nobody touches him. He goes in for the touchdown. And then he threw some bullets last night. I mean, the guy's Matthew got a Stafford cannon. Is, I, I, he's, he's elite. Anybody that thinks that he's bad, I mean, he was good for the... For the Lions, he was he was an above average quarterback for the Lions. Made some Pro Bowls with that terrible of a team. You're able to have even that little of amount of success. With that, of course, he's amazing. With that defense and that run. Oh, they're going to be so do, good. Do you think the smile has come off his face yet? He's number one. He's with the Rams. The Rams are going to with be one so of the good. most revolutionary head coaches coaches I've seen in a long time. He's got a running game. He's got that defense. Number one, right? Where he's not going to have to worry about them giving up more than 20 points. And he doesn't have to live in Detroit anymore. This is, this. he's won the lottery. It's not like LA is much better. I don't know. You can pick and choose where you're going to live in Los I Angeles. That's a good point. Uh, 
And then let's look at Seattle. Seattle started slow. Russell Wilson is that's so good, man. Ridiculous. That whole that team is good. San Francisco was way ahead. We need to acknowledge that even Dak, after breaking his ankle, is still a top five quarterback in the league. And I don't want to hear. Okay. I don't want to hear any argument there because he played out of his mind. That pick was C.D. Lamb's fault. That might have also been a reason. C.D. Lamb dropped two, three big passes that potentially could have led us to points. On our first drive, where we were rolling down the field, he dropped that ball that was an easy first down to make it third and ten. And then he he dropped the ball before that, yeah, it was a bad pass, but it was still a drop to make it second and ten. Right. He was the entire reason that drive died. And then he goes out, what, three, four drives later, drops a, literally a perfect Laser down no, the middle of the but field. Dak threw that into quadruple coverage. No, it was double coverage, but oh it doesn't God. matter if you throw it into double coverage. You know what quarterbacks are supposed to do, and you've preached this since I was born, is throw wide receivers open. Oh, okay. All that right. was a perfect pass. It was. That he tried to catch with alligator arms, okay. went right through his hands to a pick. Then throw that pass to Amari Cooper. He catches that ball. Oh, well, yeah, he catches that. But Michael that, Gallup? Goes up over everybody and catches that ball. Michael Gallup is out for five weeks, and so is Lyle Collins, who refused to take a drug test. You know why? Because he's already tested positive in the past and been suspended for marijuana. He gets tested as much or more than anybody in the league. And then Randy Gregory is is on the COVID list. He probably will be available for Sunday if he has just, two positive tests. I, I just want people to realize that Dak Prescott... After breaking his ankle in half and not playing, how many games did we end up playing after that one last year? 12? Not playing the last 12 games of last season and coming out and having the most passing yards of any quarterback in the NFL in week one. I mean, you can't get much better than that. Well, let's get back. We can talk about Dak some more. We're going to be playing... um, Philadelphia on Monday night in two weeks. We've got Philadelphia. Oh my God! Yeah, the the reason Jalen Hurts is going to be very good. Is he? <laughs> yes. Did you did see? you see the throws he was making? Yeah, but did you see who he was playing? Atlanta Falcons suck. Atlanta's got a big tub of nothing. They really now, do suck. I want to go to. But they beat him by more than thirty. The game that amazed me the most was, holy crap! If Arizona has got a quarterback, that may have been the greatest game that kid has played since he was at quarterback at Allen High School winning state championships. That might have been better than any game I've seen him play I at Oklahoma. When I was when work was over for me and They killed the Titans and the Titans are good and, and they destroyed them. He had a he had listen to this. He had a center blitz, okay? And he's fading back. As he sees the blitz coming on, off of his back foot, he heaves this pass. Perfect pass. That's what I was going to say. Oh, my God. I was watching after my work um, quiets down a little bit as it gets to about 7. I'm up on the porch watching. Texas Ranger Golf Club. Yeah. I'm up on the porch watching uh, NFL highlights because we're waiting for the last couple of cards to come in. And I see this pass, this from highlights from that game. And Kyler Murray throws this ball. 50 yards in the air. Oh, it was like it would have hit the scoreboard. It was a moon. He threw that ball to the moon. It would have hit the scoreboard at AT&T and Stadium. And he dropped down perfectly oh, in the wide receiver. It was 
beautiful. Like, I saw that and I was like, oh my god. And you know what I also saw on that broadcast? Probably what is probably going to be one of the games of the year is Chiefs versus Browns. The Chiefs versus Browns game last year was probably game of the year. This was one of the... I mean, the Cowboys-Buccaneers game was probably going to go down as one of the best games this oh, season. Oh, Cleveland wins that game if the punter doesn't screw up the snap. Oh, yeah. And punt the ball. And he had time still to do a rugby-style kick as he was running away to get the ball but, out of there. I, I mean, the Chiefs, they did deserve to win that game. The Chiefs oh, yeah. played very well. Yeah. Um, the Browns did average more yards per per play. They did. They didn't even have as much. They didn't have as much time as possession. They didn't. Uh, they didn't have as many plays. But they had more yards and more yards per play. Baker played great. They played amazing. He didn't have a passing touchdown, which is weird, even though he threw for three hundred yards. But Chubb is a freaking animal. Yeah, but you want to talk about a freaking animal? Patrick Mahomes threw for. 350 yards, three touchdowns, and ran for one. Tyreek Hill had 197 yards receiving. Oh, I understand. And they were losing 22 to 10 at the half. They were. And and somehow he oh just he found another gear and just started. It was it was who's their who's their tight end? Is it Kelsey? Kelsey. Kelsey he didn't play that great to be honest. He had 100 yards receiving. No, he didn't. I'm pretty sure he, he did. Didn't. We'll have to look that up. He had 75. He, he was he was pretty. I know all this stuff because of the fantasy football. That's pretty it, much why. It was just amazing. So, all right. So we we've covered that, but the NFC West is the best division in the oh, NFC. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it has been for a long he, time. Here's the thing. All the all the wild cards are coming out of that division. If you're going to make the playoffs in the other divisions, oh, you is it is there a team in the North or the East or the South in the NFC that's better than? That's better than Seattle? Nope. Is there one better than San Francisco? Maybe. Maybe. That's the one team that I'm iffy about. Better than the Rams? Heck no. And then... San Francisco, I mean, I never know what to expect. (laughs) So, and then Arizona. Arizona on defense was just... They were playing at a different speed. Chandler Jones had five sacks. He is ridiculous. You, you, know, I, you I had him. I watched. Yeah. You had him with what? You had him with what? Oh my god! He the way he came off the edge. I was watching these highlights. Right. He, he one of the first plays of the game. Strip sack recovered for a touchdown. He comes off the edge. He beats this left tackle probably by three steps. He's off the ball automatically around him. He hits the ball out of his arm. The other guy recovers it for a touchdown. That probably happened in a three-second span. It was unbelievable. And then I saw this one highlight of the Titans where Tannehill made this pass. And Chris Jones was in the backfield in two seconds. I was just like, oh, my God. Either the Titans He's a monster. Either the Titans' offensive line is putrid or... Arizona's got a big old bucket of whoop butt. 
I mean, I don't think points. the Titan. No, the Titans line is good. Well, because they, they that's who Derrick Henry ran behind I last year for two hundred two thousand yards. Well, how did Derrick Henry do yesterday against? Not very well. Yeah, I mean, not very good. I mean, that's, that's really good defense. So you know, hey. it's just like Zeke. Zeke is not. He's gonna rush for fifteen hundred yards this year. Yeah, but Zeke was up against the the exactly, Cowboys. That's what had, I'm saying. But the Cowboys had a method to their madness. They used the short... What we did was successful, yeah. They used the short passing game as a running game. Yeah. And they mixed in a couple of runs with Zeke. So, all right. So, here's the final topic I want to talk about. You tell me what you think. Two quarterbacks that I think one is done and one is almost done. And the second one is very controversial. The first one, God love him to death. We love the Red Rifle. He should have stayed here as the backup quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys and not gone and tried to be the starting quarterback for the Bears. He did not play well. His numbers were not bad. He made such a terrible throw in the end zone that was picked. Well, It wasn't even close. There was nobody there. Was there a pass play where there wasn't somebody around his legs or in his face? Did Aaron Donald have a sack last night? Yes, he finished the game. He had a sack on that final drive. Um... And, you know, the kid who they just drafted was two for two for like 10 yards. Now, that's not a lot. But he had a look, and he scored a touchdown, a rushing, a rushing touchdown. It's time for... Justin Fields is the next at Prescott. Justin Fields, they need to stop messing around with, with, with uh, Dalton. Dalton. they got to put him in the game. Dalton needs to be the backup in case Justin Fields has a shitty game and is just getting destroyed or he gets hurt. It's time to just... Andy's got to go be a full-time... If he's going to stay in the league, he's going to be a full-time backup. The other one I want to talk about, and this is going to... Of course, this is probably going to make you crazy, but I think we're seeing the beginning of the end of Mr. Rogers in Green Bay. Oh, I believe so. I, he honestly no. He looked, I have it. I have an argument here. He but he looks. He doesn't want to play for them. It didn't. When I was watching the game, when I was at work, I would see glimpses of when I was walking by the TVs in in the little restaurant area. He did not care. He was not trying. Is that the most selfish thing you've ever yes, heard? Yes, absolutely. He doesn't want to play there. So what? What is he doing? Is he playing crappy? Pretty and, much. So he wants to be traded? Yeah, probably. That's that's what. Is that my wor- friends and I? Is think. that worse than hanging on at the end of your career when you don't have it anymore? Um, no. Yeah. Wait. Yes. Absolutely. Because when it comes down to that, it's a whole. It's a pride thing. You know, like, I'm not done, I want to keep playing. That's not a terrible thing. Like, that just shows that you love the game and you want to keep playing. But when it comes down to that, that's just that's just selfish, you know? He's just, he doesn't want to play for them, so he's tanking them. If, he doesn't, want to, if he doesn't want to do that, there's another guy that was just let go who's dying to play somewhere that nobody's done anything with, and that's Cam. Uh... That's not no. That's not their offense. They would uh, never. No, no, no. I'm not saying go to Green Bay. But what I'm saying is, if if Aaron is going, to heck with this. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go through the motions and play here, and waste ta- waste my talent and and throw this team under the bus so I can get out of here. And you got another guy who's definitely on the downside of his career. All the physical abuse and and injuries that he's had has taken a toll on him. But I. Think he could still probably play 
maybe as a spot starter or a backup or something, there's got to be some place that Cam could could end up. But I'm I also think that Aaron made some really bad decisions with the ball mm-hmm. in that game, and some maybe he doesn't care. May have been purposeful. Maybe because maybe maybe he's losing. He's it. not losing. He won the MVP just last yeah, year. Yeah, and you know what? It goes like that. I'm, I'm telling you when. There's going to be a moment. There's going to be a moment within the next couple of years where we're going to look at a game that Brady plays and go, oh, oh shit. Is, was was that the well, we, telltale sign of everything going away? We all thought that was the first game last year because he played terrible against the Saints in the first game last year. He threw two really bad picks, one of them a pick six. We all thought it was that game. You know what he ended up doing? Winning a Super Bowl MVP. Okay. I'll give you that. I just, you know. Now, the surprise of the week for me. The man only threw 20 passes, and he threw five touchdowns. Is Winston for real? Winston is. In New Orleans? He's the GOAT. I can't believe. 38-3 to was the score, correct? Something like that. He only threw 20 oh passes, God. Jackson, and five of them were touchdowns. Kamara is a beast. So is bro, but so like so is CMC. CMC rushed for ninety eight and he he caught for eighty nine. That's a whole different topic. CMC is amazing, but when it comes down to the Saints, nobody expected them to be good. You want because they had no cap space at the end of last year. They got rid of Drew Brees, and they were a hundred and twenty five million dollars over the cap. They had to get rid of a lot of people. They have they had linebackers out there making tackles yesterday that I'd never seen in my life play for them. They kept Kamara, and uh, that's pretty much it. Because they're wide receivers, except for Michael Michael Thomas, who's a slant boy. Um, Jameis Winston, to put out a performance like that with pretty much no weapons, except for Kamara, who I don't even think he received for that many yards. It was amazing. I was just like, Jameis. He was throwing some dimes. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's not like he was bad for mm-hmm. the Bucks. He had 40 touchdowns and 40 picks. That's The picks part is pretty bad, but 40 touchdowns is a really good season. So he makes a lot of good throws, but he also makes a lot of passes that he shouldn't make. You know Maybe he's getting back to where he's making, not, he's making necessary passes I think Peyton, and not unnecessary I think, passes. I think Peyton, the coach of New Orleans, is going to whip him into shape. I saw him do something on the game the other yesterday that I hadn't seen him do before. He held on to the ball, and there was nothing open, and he threw it out of bounds. He didn't force the ball in somewhere that could have been picked off. He didn't try to go with the spectacular play. What he did was he took what was there all game. Now, Philadelphia, of course, was it for not Philadelphia? Now, Green Bay, of course, Kept going for it on like fourth down. They went for it on fourth and two on their own 19-yard line, and he didn't make it. So they gave Jameis a short field a bunch of times. They did that like three or four times. They didn't make any of them. I don't know what the heck was going on with Green Bay, and I don't don't know if it was desperation trying to figure something out. I do think that a lot of these guys not getting any playing time in preseason games, the first game is kind of a throwout. I know. The first game is kind of a throwout. 
So I, I think that you can you can read into it with Green Bay if you want to. You can read into Orleans if you want to. Some of these teams are going to. But the last person that I want to talk about that I was glad to see, and I'm rooting for this guy. This is the last thing. I actually just want you to agree with me or disagree with me on this. Joe Burrow shouldn't be back yet. But he played really, really well. Guys don't come back from that injury in eight months. They come back from that injury in a year, year and a half. He's not fully there yet, but they got a great running back. I love Joey B. And I'm going to be rooting man. for that guy for as, as long as he's in the league because I think he's got That picture guts. of him with the cigar after oh. the national championship one is legendary. Swag. I love it. I, need to, I want to put that on my wall. Okay, yeah. I think we need to end this episode. It's a really long one. We'll see you next week for episode 19 of the Thundering Herds podcast.